the chicken restaurant today, and they gave me a box of chicken fingers when I ordered wings. It's Radio Free Tote Bag. And I'm Arthur. And I'm Donovan. And I'm, I, I'm sorry to hear that. Are you fucking traumatized? I got all the way home, and I opened the box, and it's fingers with fucking honey mustard. I don't eat honey mustard. I ordered garlic parmesan wings because they're very tasty, and I did not get them. And I called the rest. I called them up. I was that guy. I was like, I got the wrong food. And they said, were you the guy who ordered the wings and got the tenders, or did you order the tenders and get the wings? And I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm wings guy. I wanted wings. And he goes, well, you can come back up here, and like, we'll make you some new ones. All right, fine. So I drove all the way back there. It's not like real close. And I drove back, and they made me my meal, and they gave me a ten dollar gift card, so I can go back get some more, get some more wings sometime soon. That's that's not so bad. Could have been worse. Could have been worse. Yeah, I'm I impressed was... with your dedication to principle that you hopped back in the car and went back there to get it. Yeah, because I'm a bit of a lazy piece of shit. I think I just would have been mad and then not done anything about it. I would have just eaten the chicken fingers and been like, fucking. Want a fucking <laughs> Yeah, Fuck! I, didn't, I didn't have any sauce that I could enjoy with them. You know what I mean? I, like I said, like I mentioned before, honey mustard, not my thing. So I would have had to eat dry ass chicken fingers. Yeah, you can't. You can't do that. No, that's it's like eating beige. Mm. You want another helping of beige? Mm, let me get no. some more. No, I... <laughs> let me get some more nondiscreet oh, no. beige food. <laughs> Tastes like bread, unseasoned chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that's the like on a scale of one to ten, with five being neutral. I think that may be the pure neutral food. Like I wouldn't mm. be disgusted by that, but at the same time, you're, there's no excitement. There's no. This is nice. Like I'm not talking about like a seasoned. You know, they got the fucking special. Spices or whatever on it, just a plain ass fucking chicken figure. That's a that's a five on my scale. We're gonna have to drill in and discover true neutral on food because I think it's unsalted boiled potato. Uh that was in the back of my head too. I think that also fits in there, like just a baked ass potato. Yeah, nothing else. Other that being said, dude, unsalt uh, completely unsalted or anything like that tastes a little bit like dirt that might be more of a four for me Mm. Mm. yeah i see what you're saying you see what you're saying that it does have more of a flavor profile than than the chicken we described (laughs) where what are we doing why did i do this here are you ready for me to rescue rescue this and turn the show around the uh, get us get us back on the rails, folks. The unseasoned breaded chicken finger is like a relationship that you become trapped in because it's not offensive. There's nothing to drive you to break up there, you know. But it's not exciting either. And you just kind of drift together in a state of perpetual five. Whereas the potato, the baked potato, is like a relationship like that. But also, your SO has got, like, really stinky BO, and that mm. alone isn't that big of a deal, but it's enough to propel you out of there, because you got something you can latch on to and use that as a reason to gain whatever velo- escape velocity and get out of the relationship. 
And uh, yeah, it's Radio Free Topic. <laughs> this is a show about relationships. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's What'd the you, best intro we've ever done. That was great. What'd you do today? What was your What was your Tuesday looking like? Uh, I went fucking. Yeah, it was a bit of like a chicken finger of a of a day. Uh, you know, I went to work. It wasn't particularly bad. I went to the gym and then I bought groceries. And uh, you know, now I'm here recording and drinking uh, box wine. So that that actually that gets it above a five. This day's turning around now. Now I'm in a pretty I'm in a pretty good mood. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, with that update and with our uh, our neutral foods discussed, I don't know. Maybe we'll come back to that. Um, what if what if we put some spice on this situation and discussed some relationship questions? Yeah, let's put a little English on it. Let's, uh, you know, if you hit the if you hit the 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 ball on like the left side, you can get a little spin on it. Maybe get yeah. Here we go. Uh. <laughs> Hit it, hit it quick, quick. <laughs> We're going to start talking about bowling balls. Okay, actually hit it. Here we go. Cigarettes and bed sheets. I-40F found unknown slash new brand of cigarettes on my boyfriend's 46M. And on that same day, he asked me to change the bedding. My boyfriend and I live one and one half hours away. When I arrived at his house one weekend, he was at work. I found a different brand of cigarettes in the ashtray, both in the bedroom and in the living room, along with his usual brand. Yes, it's disgusting to smoke in the house, especially since I do not smoke, but anyway. On that same day, he called from work and asked me to change the bedding. In the three years we've been dating, I've never once seen him smoking a different brand, and he has never once asked me to change the bedding. I asked him about the cigarettes, if he changed brands, and he said, no, oblivious to why I was asking. He told, he, what? He, I told him, so I guess I told him I found a different brand of cigarettes in the ashtray. He said, oh, oh yeah, I bought them because they were on sale. So cigarettes and bed sheets, reason to be suspicious? TLDR found different brand of cigs at my boyfriend's, and on the same day, he asked me to change the bedding. Two things that have never happened before. Cheating or odd coincidence? And that was posted by a throw away, 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 away. You know, I actually bowled in high school uh, on the on the team. No, uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop! Fucking, fucking stop! I was talking about no, pool. man. You hit the ball so, with the cue at an odd angle. You put spin on the ball. Oh man, that was a horrible bland bit I was coming up with, and I didn't even fucking get it right. God fucking damn it! The phrase put a little no, English okay, on somebody, it. Okay, somebody. Somebody has mentioned this in the comments. Is somebody zero zero? But this is where my mind went to. I don't know. I I smoked in high school and in college, and most of my friends who are smokers, like people, have their brand. I feel like I feel like that's a thing that people, you know, they've got their fucking thing. For me, it was twenty sevens, Marlboro twenty sevens, and uh, Turkish Royals. But like, if I saw something on, if I may, what's that? Marlboro Edge. There you go. But you, you see what I'm saying? Like that's you have your thing, and it's not like uh, it, it, it's not like fucking milk. Where like you know whatever, I'll get the cheapest one. You know, in general, like it's not like a staple item like that. You go, you don't just go up and ask for cigarettes. Like what do you got on sale? You know, you say I'll have a fucking pack of twenty sevens. Mm-hmm. So unless this dude 
like his whole thing is that he smokes just kind of the cheapest smokes. He's just doing pyramids all the time. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, fucking uh, Viceroy's are on sale, uh, which I I even think they still wouldn't do it even if you're, you know, smoking the cheap stuff intentionally. Yeah. Um, wait, what I'm kidding at is that I don't, I don't buy that. I don't think you would just switch over, you know, in the moment just because something's on sale. But I don't know, man. People get the coupons sometimes and... You know, then you get like the the weird fucking menthol spirits that you never smoke, and then I try to bum a cigarette off of you, and I'm salty because I don't like those ones, and that's not what you usually have. Do you feel? Do you feel me though? Do you? Yeah, do you I, follow I definitely this smell what you're stepping in. Yeah, uh, I'm learning what my regulars smoke. They come walking through the door, and I'll usually have a pack ready for them when they get to the counter. So definitely not the kind of thing that you just buy on a whim, and. uh it's because you you definitely caught him in a lie, right? Because you go, uh, let's see, never seen him smoke a different brand. Asked about the cigarettes if he changed brand, and he said no. And then you told him that you found a different brand in the ashtray, and he goes, "Oh wait, yes, no, 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 I did buy, I did buy that brand. They were on sale." So yeah, I'm I am quite suspicious there, specifically because he flipped it around uh, when you revealed that you found the brand in the ashtray. And this is literally the first time, you know, if, if it was somebody to trash it on sale, I feel like he would have done it before. But again, I don't know, this this could be excusable, but I think this combined with he calls you up about the bed sheets, which he's never fucking done. Yeah, that's fucking that's weird. That's a weird thing. That's you're weird. just in the middle of the day and you're like, oh, yeah, shit, uh, my sheets were pretty dirty last night. I better call my girlfriend and ask him to switch them over. Yeah. What? Like, I don't know. People, I don't think people typically have that thought. Maybe they have that thought. Maybe they occasionally buy the smokes on sale, but nobody's doing fucking both of those things adjacent to each other. Yeah. So yeah, I think, I think the stinks, I think the stinks of uh, Winston cigarettes or whatever the fuck this off brand was. <laughs> smokes of Paul Mall, reeks of Paul Malls. Reeks of Cools. Reeks of L&M's. Ah, that's going to be the next one I thought of. I thought Pyramid was pretty good. Pyramid's I've literally pull. never seen somebody smoke a fucking pyramid. I've just seen them in the gas station or like USA Gold. Yeah. yeah, I've sold I've sold packs of pyramids lately. I got one. I got I got one customer that buys pyramids. Well, interesting. Have them on the show because I've literally never met anybody like that before. <laughs> they would uh, not be good on this program. <laughs> <laughs> fucking a. Uh, okay, so we're we're both suspicious here. Um. What do you think? You just confront them about this and be like, hey, this is making me, this has sketched me out. You never buy the shit that's on sale. What was up with changing the bedsheets? Like, do you think you confront them? Do you think you dig a little deeper another way? What do you, what do you think she should do? She's going to have to have another angle of attack here. You got to have, you know, it's like rule of threes. You'd be like, all right, so you told me to fucking change the bedsheets and I found these fucking cigarettes. Also, check the trash for condoms. Um, what else can you do? Uh, break into his phone if you got any incriminating texts. Or you could uh, just confront him on this and do the adult thing and have the conversation. And if he doesn't own up to anything, then you have a choice to make. Was this enough evidence for you? Can you convict on this evidence? Or um, do you uh, have it fester in the back of your mind and poison the rest of the relationship? <laughs> Why is the rest of the relationship like the fucking secondhand smoke lurking in the mattress you're sleeping at? You ever seen those pictures of like the horror bedrooms 
or like some yes, just, yeah. Uh, I saw one where the person had an ashtray uh, on the corner of their bed, like up next to the pillow, and it was overflowing. And there were like other containers nearby with cigarette butts in them, and they were overflowing like onto the mattress. And uh, the caption was "Want a cuddle?" <laughs> <laughs> That's like trying to kill yourself so many ways at once. Like you're you're going for the big lung cancer, smoking a ton. You're going for the set your mattress on fire. And you're going for, like, the fucking Indiana Jones, the room slowly filling with sand, suffocation death, except for its fucking loose cigarette butts and ash that you've decided never to clean up ever. Yeah. That's about right. Okay, last thing. What we've said on other things like this, I think if you have a general sense of suspicion here, because this shit typically does not come out of nowhere. If there's been other things that have been sketching you out... Eh, maybe this is much more suspicious and, you know, maybe really start fucking questioning things and, you know, figuring out if you trust this person. But if this was a one-off and you fucking confront them and he denies it, you got to fucking trust him. And if you don't, you, you got to bail. Like we, we're going to keep coming back to that. If you can't fucking trust your partner, get out of there. And so it's not always the easiest fucking decision to make. Obviously, you know, let past behaviors inform that. Um, but I don't know, you know, if he fucking denies it and things have been good besides this, maybe keep an eye out, you know, see if anything else suspicious happens. But, you know, as much as I dug into it and I do think this is suspicious, who fucking knows, man, people are weird. Yeah. Maybe he, he did get freaked out about the sheets cause he's sleeping in fucking cigarette ash mm-hmm. and maybe he found a coupon, but you gotta, you gotta go gut feeling on this. You gotta trust your fucking partner. Look at the other clues. You know, but this is this is ultimately your choice. Or yeah, they're back. It's been a while. <laughs> or that. Did you hear that? Or, or that. Yeah. Yeah. God, it feels like coming home. Well, all right. From fucking one end of the health spectrum to the other, uh, cigarettes in bed to BFM32 has become obsessed with Muay Thai. Recently, uh, today he said, I F 33 couldn't come to his training. I think it might be the end of us. So my boyfriend of two years recently became majorly obsessed with Muay Thai, like trains twice a day, every day obsessed. It makes him really happy. Uh, There we go. That bird was trying to sneak out. It makes him really happy. He looks hot as fuck. Super ripped. LOL. And it's obviously very good for his fitness and health. Despite not seeing him as much as I'd like and feeling a bit neglected as a result of that, I do support it. I read or I read other advice posts on Reddit about girlfriends complaining about their boyfriends not spending time with them because of training and being worried about the violence danger aspect of the sport, uh, which I also am, to be honest. All the advice said to ask to go along to training. So I did, a few minutes ago, but he said, and I quote, Oh, I'll just go to your gym instead. Like, basically saying, no, you are not invited. And then I was like, eh, what? We had talked about me going before. And he said right away, there's too many hot girls there. I was like, what the fuck? He later claimed it was a joke. Like, ha ha, not... Nice. Now I'm salty as fuck about all the time he spent away from me 
there now because I think it just has to be a weird Freudian slip that he went straight for all the hot girls being there. Does that sound suspicious to you guys? Also, fucking fuming at the too many hot girls as if I am not a hot girl? I feel like your boyfriend should think you are a hot girl, you know? Is that just madness or do I have a point? Most of all, I'm hurt he basically doesn't want to share the most important thing in his world with me. I seriously think that this could be the end of us. I've felt bottom of his priority list for a while now, and this just confirms it. Am I overreacting, or is this as bad as I feel it is? It feels kind of terminal to me. Any tips or anything would be appreciated. Thanks, TLDR. You don't want to share your passions with somebody you probably don't love them. Legit or ridiculous, you decide. And that was posted by Thanks BF Doesn't Like Me. That Muay Thai gym is where he has gay sex. <laughs> <laughs> wow, nailed it. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Like, I can't really think of a good reason for you to not go. Um, uh, I was in martial arts class. Granted, I was like 13, and it wasn't a significant other. It was uh, my parents, but they would come, and they would watch, uh, they would watch the class, right? That doesn't seem out of the line, doesn't seem out of the ordinary, and I think you should be allowed to go. So I think what you do is you push that issue. You go like, no, really, like, let me, let me come. Also, am I, like, you know, am I going to be more offended by there being hot girls there while I'm there, or am I now more upset about the fact that there's a ton of hot girls there, also I can't come? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that you threw that out there as a reason that's that dumb I as couldn't hell. come. That, yeah, that's really fucking suspicious, you know? Because I could say, in, in general, I don't know. I I go to the gym, but it's weightlifting, and that's kind of, you know, you don't just... I could see why I would watch a Muay Thai class. That could be interesting. I don't think it'd be interesting to watch me pick up metal several times. Um, but that's also, like, an alone time for me. You know, I, I, I do it solo. I don't typically go with somebody else, and I I don't particularly like bringing partners there but that being said if a girlfriend was like hey let me go with you i'm not gonna like really push to shut it down like it's ultimately not a big fucking deal yeah so this is there's got to be some other reason here and i also think you know if it was like hey this is my personal time thing he just would have said that so the fact that he fucking jumps to the hot girls there, it makes me think he's got something going with one of the girls there and he doesn't want them to know He's got a girlfriend, uh, you know, because then they won't be interested in him. So he's keeping your ass on the back burner while he's fucking trying to go after these kung fu chicks, dude. Fuck. What an asshole. Yeah, this guy sucks. Um, how many tap out shirts does he own? <laughs> yeah. That would that's going <laughs> to paint a whole picture for me. Yeah, we need a standardized uh, TOS. That's a tap out score. And that's when you take the uh, number of tap-out shirts that someone has and uh, you multiply that by the amount of links in the gold chains that they own. Right. And so that scales pretty fucking crazily, obviously. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that score gets high enough, you just got to bail the fuck out of there. It's dangerous. I was going to say multiply by the number of no-fear shirts they own. (laughs) One fear. <laughs> I like one fear. That's a very good joke. 
Um, yeah. yeah, he, yeah, I think, I think maybe you're onto something. Um, I like to believe that he does Muay Thai at a gay bathhouse, and that's why he doesn't want you to know about it. Got, like, a bunch of, like, super ripped twinks that he does, like, kick drills with, and they suck <laughs> each other off. <laughs> Good times. Yeah. Shit, yeah. No, uh, no girls want, that. I yeah, I wouldn't want my girlfriend interrupting my ripped twink suck off time. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Ah, uh, yeah, that's that's the answer. I don't fucking. Ah, uh, Jesus! Oh, I'm feeling goofy, man. I'm feeling fucking goofy too. It's always when I come out of the gym. And then, like, drink some wine. I'm always, like, a little bit delirious. And, uh, yeah, if you got that, too, you know, we spent the whole intro talking about bland food. And uh, now you're describing, you know, sexy boy bang bathhouse. Mm-hmm. Sexy boy bang bathhouse. <laughs> boy yeah. bong. Yeah. We we have fun here. We do. But we also do give advice. My advice is that this is fucking sketchy. You know, ask him about it. But if if this combined with he's not spending a lot of time with you, you know, he's going in all in on this class because it's good to have separate interests as partners. Like it's definitely good to have that. But if that's eating up his fucking time twice a fucking day, you know, to the point that he's spending substantially less time with you, that's not cool. And my advice there would be like, hey, you know, maybe try to share some of that time together. And he's nixing that and given this weird, sketchy reason for it. I think he's losing interest. I think he's keeping you on the back burner. And, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd air horn this one. Yep. There they were. I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Um, I don't know. Give it one more push. Like, no, seriously. I'm coming to Muay Thai. And also, you're taking you me go. to dinner after. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, after that, you're going to take. You take me down to the bathhouse. <laughs> uh, okay. Watch okay. all these highly toned men fuck each other. Mm-mm-mm. There we go. That's art. That's fucking art right there. That's art. You know Wait. what else is art? What? That's our fucking listeners' submission to our podcast, Arthur. That's my favorite art. You gotta say. You gotta say the words. Our anonymous question box. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, yes, it's our fucking anonymous question box out here, folks. We got a question in there this week. I'm pretty excited about it, but I need more. I, I crave more anonymous questions. And uh, the only way to fulfill that is if you find listener folks, go to our Instagram, click that link in the bio, go on our Facebook, check the multitude of times I've posted the link, and uh, the free suggestion box dot something or other, there's going to be an empty text box. You type your question in there. It's anonymous. You don't need an account, and we read it on the show. And, uh, well, this week we got one for me, uh, is what I'm seeing. Arthur, what, what do we have in here? So I'm going to take it away. Uh, this one is for Donovan. Hello. Nice. Hi. I too am a popaholic. My ex hated it when I squeezed their blackheads, but they let me do it anyway. Have you ever popped a significant other's pimples? 
And how long did you wait to ask? What do you deem appropriate pimple popping etiquette? Let's see. Yes, immediately, no etiquette. <laughs> no, et- etiquette, etiquette is don't leave the, the detritus laying around on him. You got to get that shit out of there. Sure. Yeah. You can't what? be like popping. My, my fucking dad. No, man, this is going to be a little tangent here. And I was going through puberty. My dad loved popping my pimples. And I fucking mm-hmm. hated it. And he, he did the dad move where it's like, I'm just, I'm just going to look at it. And then fucking popped it. And I swear a couple of times he popped it and then just like casually wiped it on my fucking shirt. And I was like, are you fucking, <laughs> are you fucking shirt? kidding that me? Rolled. Are you fucking kidding That's me? fucking great. <laughs> That's so good. Oh my God. Oh my God. I was so fucking angry. I yeah. love that. That's in in retrospect, funny, but I, oh my God, fucking infuriating. <laughs> what's, um, a, what's in your toolkit? What do you got available in terms of, uh, of pimple, uh, excising materials? I've got one of those little, I don't know if anybody follows Dr. Pimple Popper or any of the other, um, kind of popping channels on the internet, which I, which I love so much as we've discussed. You see him use a little tool. It's like the blackhead remover. It's basically just like a metal loop, and you push it on the blackhead with the blackhead inside the loop, and it pops right out. You know, yeah. clean, wonderful. So I got one of those. Uh, I got some Biore strips around here somewhere, mm. and then I got some really fucking nice tweezers because I get I get some serious ingrown hairs, mm. and uh, you know those got a multitude of use for for digging those fuckers out. Definitely. But uh, but yeah, I've I've definitely involved partners in there. And I don't know, man, it's been, it's been a post sex thing for me a couple times where you're like laying there and then you, you know, you spot a fucking blackhead and, uh, you know, if you got a close relationship already, you could just be like, you, you got a blackhead. Let me get that. Holy shit. It's a big one. You know, but maybe if this is, maybe this is a newer thing, you'd be like, Hey, so do, what do you think of like Dr. Pimple Popper and stuff? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, cool. Right. You got a big blackhead on your back. Let me get the big blackhead. How do you yeah. hi- how do you hide your boner while you pop your uh, SS pimple? Okay, it's not not a sexual thing. <laughs> Jesus okay. Christ! Okay. This right. is not this is not a fetish. It's I think you're correct in the other episode where you compared it to ASMR. I think that I think that is accurate. Like there's just it's a weird it's a satisfaction. I don't know how to describe it. It's yeah. just that thing is gnarly and now it's gone. And it, mm. I don't know. I like that. It's good. I definitely like. I feel that sense of relief when I'm doing my own, and I do sometimes. I follow this page on Facebook that I recommend to everybody. It's called Savage Arthur. Um, and originally is it you, it, it is me. Um, no, originally they it was this dude who posted like, um, it was like stills from the uh, Arthur the Aardvark cartoon with just yeah. like some hood rat shit as like the caption, and it was. <laughs> fucking awesome um but now all he does is post pimple popping videos fuck yeah what it's an bizarre. arc it's such an arc it's quite the journey that i've been on with this page uh and i will watch those with a mixture of like excitement and disgust and i can usually watch about 15 to 20 seconds of the video before i have to like uh scroll 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 scroll, scroll. we gotta get out of here Oh, those are rookie numbers, partner. You got to build up that tolerance. <laughs> I can't do it. Like, I feel that same. Like, I am, like, 
fascinated and excited when I excise my own uh, blackheads and whiteheads. Um, but uh, watching somebody else do it, just can't handle it. Have you popped? Have you popped an SOS pimples? I have not. I have not. Ah, oh, man, you gotta take these relationships to the next level, my dude. If they had, if they had like a fucking gnarly whitehead on their lip, I might be like, hey, take care of that real quick before. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, never, never done it. Nope. Ah oh, man, I don't want to. I don't want to. Fuck it, we're gonna be very tangenty. Uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you two quick stories sure. about some of the best ones I've had. Uh, let's see, a girl I was dating for a bit. Uh, we realized we were both into this. We were sitting in a park, just popping each other's blackheads on a on like a park bench while people were walking by. How beautiful! That was fucking awesome. It was, it was. I really hope somebody fucking noticed and uh, either understood at that deep personal level, level or uh, preferably was just fucking disgusted. The other one. Um, girl is dating, uh, you know, we're, we're having sex and, and snuggling and shit. And I don't know, man, sometimes I'll just, I just poked somebody in the belly button cause it's so disorienting and it cracks mm. me the fuck up to mm-hmm. see people's reactions. Maybe an obnoxious habit, but that's besides the point. Anyways, I do that and I feel something hard in the belly button. And, but I'm just like, what the fuck? But I like, I, we haven't been dating for too long. I'm like, I'm not going to, you know chase this down so it sits in the back of my mind anyways this happens again one time and i feel it again and i'm like oh yeah fuck you've got you have something hard in your belly button what is going on and she's like i don't know what you're talking about i'm like okay well here we fucking go i'm investigating and uh you (laughs) know get out my phone with the fucking light i'm getting down into the belly button she's fucking losing it because of how like i'm just so excited about it and sure enough (laughs) There's some, they call them um, umbilicoliths, like basically just like blackhead material, buildup of like dead skin cells, oil, that sort of shit. But she's got like this deep belly button and like it's in kind of the, 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 what would you call it? Like how the, the scarring down there, like what are the kind of knot that it ends up looking like? Like in the folds of that, you can see a couple things and I'm like. Like, I'm not just going to do this without asking, but I've got tweezers. I've got rubbing alcohol. Can I please dig these fucking things out? And she's like, uh, and I'm like, I please. <laughs> please. She's like, she's like, okay, fine. And that, oh my God, that might be the sa- most satisfying, like, popping situation I've ever had. Because there were like a few of them. And I pulled it out with the tweezers, and I'm like, you've got fucking rocks in your belly button, dude. And I was freaking out about it, and it was fucking crazy. And, uh, yeah, the rest of the relationship, I had to keep checking back to seeing if they had ever grown back, but uh, unfortunately, they didn't. I wonder why you guys broke up, that you have to keep (laughs) investigating your belly button. Yeah, no, I never really thought, I never really put any thought into that. Uh, You know, probably, I'm probably too cool for it. That's probably what it was. Yeah. Oh, that's too talented, fuck, man. Yeah, so I I love it, and uh, to you, listener, I'm glad that you're on the same page there. And that's real love, you know. If you got a, you know, a, a significant other, and they they don't really like it, but they let you do it. That's that's some that's some real fucking. Yeah. Uh, what's the what's the love language? Pimple popping. Um, ooh, would that be uh, acts of service? 
there we go. Acts of service for you, and it's like, I don't know what it is for them. They're making a little, and they don't like it, but they're doing it because they know that you like it. That's that's nice. That's a good. Uh, that's a good language of love. All right. All right. Thank you, listener. I'm I'm very stoked. I got to rant about that for a bit. That rules, dude. Hey, you wanna you wanna hit up this next question? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's hear it. Let's see. Um, <clears throat> girlfriend got motorboated while on party vacation. Hey guys, first post for me. I would love to have your advice on this. I am 23, have been together with my girlfriend, F-22, fighter jet, nice, for seven years now. So we have been together since our late teens. We had a long-distance relationship for most of the time, with visits on every other weekend, normally. However, last year, she went to a six-day-long party vacation with her best friend, where they have been partying every day until 5 a.m. The best friend is single. A few months ago, I went through her phone and saw a video where some guy was motorboating, pressed head and her boobs and okay shook the head i assume is what he's trying to say and shook the head for like five seconds while partying as i could see the motorboat was through her clothes and he was also slightly grabbing the boobs from the side with his hand during this she was putting her hand on his back and there was no sign of discomfort or defending against this After this action, they were partying as like nothing happened in the video. The video was some kind of selfie video done by her friend. I also went through her chats, but there was nothing too suspicious. However, she is also using Snapchat, dot, dot, dot. After I saw the video, I confronted her, and she said it's not a big deal, and the guy was gay anyway. And she turned it around on me that I was spying on her phone behind her back. Fair fucking point. Um, what do you think? Would this action be a no-no in a relationship or not a big deal for you? Am I overreacting? What do you guys think? Better excuse. <laughs> Would a gay guy do something like this? <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, as posted by Dizzard611. All right. I'm going to go in reverse order through the question. I'm going to answer your questions for you. Here we go. Would a gay guy do something like this? Yes. Gay men love boobs for some reason. Every gay man I've ever known has had an abiding love of breasts, and I don't understand why that would be, but they do. What do I think of her excuse? Uh, She was drunk. It's 3 in the morning, and they were at a party, and he crammed his face in her tits. Would this be a no-no in a relationship or not a big deal? Now, that's hard to, that's hard to answer because this is uh, something of a vaguely sexual act uh, enacted in public. Um, I think this is the kind of thing that maybe somebody's going to do on, like, a boozy party vacation, and I don't think it's necessarily that big of a deal. So, yeah. Also... Um, I want to point out just to hear a little quibble for me. Uh, uh, the video was some kind of selfie done by her friend. Ergo, not a selfie. <laughs> it's done by somebody else. She did not do it for herself. E. 
Yeah, good good distinction. I don't, there was quite a few typos in here, including the video was some king of selfie video. And, I thought that uh, was like a video series for a second. Ooh, king of yeah, selfie. I better fucking Google that. Bet they got some hot hunt, shit. Hunt that shit down. Gay guys motorboating 22-year-olds. <laughs> No, I think I think you had a good I think you had a good rundown on the questions there. I'm in about the same camp, you know. Would it be a no-no in a relationship? Again, that's that's up to you. That's kind of a personal thing. This would bug me a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's a particularly it, yeah. big deal, but it would it would bug me. I, I don't think I don't you'd know. be a bitch about it though. Like I don't think you'd no. like look through somebody's phone a, and then like confront somebody about it. Like when you found the video, I think you might be a little cooler about it than this guy. Yeah, it definitely did not go about doing this a good way. And that's going to bring me to the non-question, like actual fucking part of this is that why the fuck are you snooping through her phone and then going through her chats and shit? That's a horrible fucking red flag. And we've talked about this before. I pretty much in general, just don't go through your fucking partner's phone. That's such a bizarre, distrusting invasion of privacy. And if you're at that level of distrust where you feel like you got to do that, you got to figure out what the fuck is going on. You, you know, you got to talk that out. You potentially need to leave if it's, you know, you're that fucking distrusting. Um, but the, the search through the phone is never going anywhere good. And it's it's just a bad, bad sign. Man, I'm scrolling through the comments and everybody's like, no, it's like a huge breach of trust that she like had some guy put his face in her tits. And I'm like, I don't know if any of you have ever like been to like a party that actually kicked ass <laughs> like was actually like a good party <laughs> people put their face in each other's tit like people put their face in each other's tits uh i remember i was at a at a grad school party um with uh my girlfriend in college and uh we were all standing around the kitchen i was an undergrad so i was kind of the young in the situation we were having uh we were having a conversation and this guy i remember his name was Blake and he was kind of like a wild child dude. We were just standing there talking, and he randomly grabbed my face and, like, kissed me, like, deep, like, tongue kissed me in front, of, in front of everybody. And she was standing right there. My girlfriend was standing right there. And so I kind of I give him a little bit back, right, because you're being kissed. <laughs> you know, you kind of give a little bit back. And I just kind of looked at him. And I can't remember what he said, but he played it off like some kind of joke. And I was like, huh? Like, I was just confused. And nothing was ever said of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't a thing. It wasn't a, anything. Uh, so I think this is exactly what this is. It's some harmless fucking fun that she was having. She, you're, you only get to be 22 the one time for 365 days. And, uh, you know, it's not as fun to motorboat a 30-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the uh, I, I, I can see the motorboating experience getting a little getting a little stranger with age. Yeah, it becomes uh, quite trite. On, on the other hand, though, like I said, this is dependent on person. I I could definitely see this bothering people to different extents. You know, especially if you're somebody who's a bit insecure. And like like I said, I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't love this. But again, I just you know you trust your partner. It's, you know, gay guy. They're they're fucking around. I I don't think that's the worst worst fucking you know deal breakery thing in the world. It just sounds like some stupid shit. 
Um, but again, it's the it's the tone, it's the surrounding distrust and going through the phone on this. It's her getting like very defensive towards you, and like having no real, um, you know, thought or concern towards you. Although to be fair, like you just searched through her fucking phone, so I don't expect you know your so here to be in super sweet friendly mode because that was weird as fuck of you. Um, but I don't know. I j- I get the sense that this is this is not good. And you've been dating for seven fucking years, and you're 23. Fuck. Yeah, this. Uh, I think it might be the the expiration date is fast approaching for this relationship. I think. Um, but I don't know. I wouldn't end it over this. Uh, I would let the relationship die of natural causes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think this is. A relationship ender, but this does seem like a symptom and a bump and a kind of roller coaster of, of distrustful and dramatic shit you guys seem to be going through. I don't think that's uncommon in first relationships, which I assume this is for you because you've been dating for seven fucking years. So what, since you were like 16? And uh, I also think those are the ones that it's hard to realize when a relationship is over. It's hard to know what is bad in a relationship, like what you know, distrust and, and snooping is, and it's fucking hard to just a- end them too, like to go about and, and put the end on it, even if you realize it should end. So I don't know. I'm getting a lot of that vibe from this. I know we're reading into it a bit, but uh, yeah, I, I think there's a bigger problem here than than some gay face and, and some straight titties. Something's deeper at work. So I don't think you should break up with her. I think she should break up with you for going through a phone. There you go. Solved. <laughs> Mystery solved. Yep. Mystery solved. Good times. Well, hey, Donovan. What's that? How do I, M22, break off a date with someone due to political circumstances? Okay, before everyone gets riled up and begins to take sides, please just hear me out. So a few weeks ago, I began to talk to somebody. They are a kind and sweet person, but unfortunately found out that they support a certain politician who shall not be named since they do not want to turn this into a debate. Everyone has their opinions. No need to try to change them. Mm. Hard to disagree. I feel yeah, guilty we'll, about We'll this. get to that. Yeah, I feel guilty about this. But unfortunately, due to the policies of said politician, my life is actually a bit worse off now, so I cannot support said politician. While I do have acquaintances that do support this politician and have no issue with this, I do not wish to be romantically involved with someone who does. I would not mind being their friend. It's not anything more than that. I don't want to ghost this person since that is extremely rude or make them feel like there's something wrong with their political beliefs. <laughs> How can I break off the date without hurting their feelings? And that was posted by HDA1122. Okay, goddamn. It's it's fucking it's fucking rant time. It's fucking rant time. Your political beliefs are not like the fucking starter Pokemon that you chose or right. your fucking favorite flavor of ice cream. It's not like just a fun. This is everybody's different and everybody has a different fucking badge. Like if you disagree with somebody's political beliefs on something minor, eh, whatever. But like I fucking would assume you're talking about Trump or some other politician there. If you support somebody 
who is not just believes, but is actively pushing for changes in our society that are fucking heinous, you know, like locking up fucking immigrant children and, uh, you know, banning brown people from coming into the country, that sort of thing. That's not just like, uh, oh, they're a great dude. They just have these different beliefs. No, that person believes in that shit. And that makes them a fucking piece of shit. I don't care how nice they are. I don't care if they say fucking hi to you on the street and then they carry the fucking groceries in for you. Like if you deeply and fucking personally believe in this shit and vote for people who would make these things happen, then you're fucking culpable for that shit and you are garbage and you don't deserve to just be, oh, you're fucking different. No, like you tell him he's a piece of shit because he fucking is if he believes in that and then get him the fuck out of there. God damn. Oh my God. It is the most frustrating centrist yeah. bullshit when people just go on about this. Uh, nah, it's just different. No, they're not fucking different. They believe in heinous, fucked up things. Okay. Can I, all right. Whew. Okay. The other day, I'm at work with uh, I'm at work with the general manager of the Sadness Factory, and he asked me because uh, I had mentioned I don't know if I mentioned to him, but I mentioned to somebody else that I do a podcast, and uh, he unbidden just kind of in the middle of uh, the work day, says to me, so do you guys ever get political on your podcast? Said, we do now. <laughs> I, I said, you know, every now and again, we'll, we'll discuss uh, something political. Says, uh, so uh, you hear that Joe Biden doesn't want Obama's endorsement? And I went, I don't know why he wouldn't want his endorsement. The fact that Obama likes him is the only thing he has going for him. <laughs> and he said, well, um, it's like pretty soon it, there's going to be some stuff coming out about how Obama is a Kenyan citizen. And like he was like born in Kenya and like couldn't have actually like legally Jesus. been the president. And so that's that's why Joe Biden doesn't want him doesn't want him him to endorse him and i said where did you hear that he goes from the fucking shitty fox news from like 10 years ago exactly exactly (laughs) he goes i don't i don't know some news thing i said ah that great publication of record some news thing oh boy and he proceeds to like push me in a number of political things and i finally said um Without revealing too much of my politics, I finally said to him, you know, I don't think you really want to talk about politics with me because it might end with me unionizing the shop. Ah, <laughs> oh, nice. He goes, well, unions are the reason why the fucking auto industry is a blah, 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 blah. And then it just devolved from there. Um, He's a chud. This person that you might want to go on a date with or like you definitely don't want to go on a date with because of their politics is a chud. They're chuds. Um, and that's, you know, I'm going to go ahead and employ that kind of dehumanizing language because we are in something of an existential struggle at the moment because actual fucking Nazis <laughs> are around and trying to make political decisions. And where we're, we're we're tottering on the brink, folks. It's not great. So I think that we have we have to be more um, ruthless is the word I'm coming up with, with our uh, uh, who we choose to associate with. You know, don't fucking. Yes. Don't fucking forgive the chud, their chudliness. 
just because, oh, it's a difference of opinion. It's a matter of respect for people's right to exist, and it's a matter of uh, people's material welfare, you know? They say, uh, oh, first they came for the communists, but I said nothing because I wasn't a communist. Uh, There are children (laughs) in cages right now. Cages at the border. And what are and what are we doing? We're we're doing relationship advice. I I don't know, man. I just ooh, I I can't think I I can't think about it too much. Like right like so when when they elected Donald Trump, first thing I did was I bought a copy of 1984, and I read that, and I left Facebook for a year and a half. <laughs> Good call. Um, and I'm about a fucking hair's breadth from walking away from that shit again because. I don't I don't know how to engage with any of it. I don't know how to like without <laughs> I don't here's, know what to do. Here here here's a summary of of my my stance toward this. Without without going just fucking full political podcast here. There there is a balance and I again, you cannot separate these opinions from people. If you believe in that shit, I think you're fucking evil. I you just do. But if you're in a situation where you're working, you know, this is your coworker. You can't fucking be going off at them because then your livelihood's in jeopardy or your mental health's in jeopardy. And it's the same with, you know, engaging with these fucking people online. It's the same thing with engaging these people's on the streets. Like, it, it, the world is fucking bad and difficult and everybody's playing this fucking balancing act to, to not lose it. And sometimes I think that takes the form of just, let's just default to politeness. Like, that will be okay. But you need to remember that, like, by doing that, you are legitimizing these people's opinion. By just, oh, they have a difference of opinion, you are, you're subtly endorsing them. You're allowed, you're allowing them to be active with their fucking heinous political beliefs without interference, you know, just because they're nice and polite. Like, <laughs> fucking, it's, fucking serial killers are a good example here. Evil people can be fucking charming and wonderful and the nicest fucking person in the world. But again, if they're making votes to put politicians in office who like to put kids in cages, or if they're fucking murderers, they're not a good person. Like, I don't care what they look like on the surface. To bring this back to this relationship situation... You you don't have to worry about this. You don't have to, oh, like, I'm going to sound like an intolerant asshole. You're not intolerant. You're not dating somebody because their personal beliefs are fucking heinous, and that's a really good reason not to date somebody. And if you don't want to make this a blowout, maybe just say, you know, hey, I think we're too different, and that's it. Maybe fucking ghost this asshole. I, I, I don't know, but don't be worried so much about, you know, oh, like, I'm going to look intolerant because you're, you're just, you're not. You know, you got to be honest with yourself. You got to be honest that people having, you know, beliefs and fucked up things like that, that is fucked up and you don't want to be around that. You you don't have to be polite about doing that and you're not doing anything wrong here except for second guessing yourself. Yeah. Okay. Oh man, the heat, the heat has returned, Arthur. (laughs) The heat, the heat has taken hold of us like, uh, uh, like my fucking drunk ass at, at 3 a.m. taking hold of a, of a cold chicken finger with no sauce out of the fridge and 
deciding not to microwave it because that's work and just putting it right in my food hole. Cold fried chicken is delicious, actually. It's great. Like, have you ever had, like, yeah. like bone-in fried chicken, like, out the refrigerator? Yeah, I used to do that with hot chicken. If you had leftovers, and don't even worry about heating that up. It, yeah. It's still pretty fucking good and cold. It fucking slaps. Oh, so that's the real lesson here, folks. Is uh, <laughs> yeah, cold fried chicken actually pretty good? You would think it's not, uh, but but it is. Yeah. I'm kind of stuck. I want to read this thing. I might edit this out. This is a quote by one of the uh, greatest Americans ever to live, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. I must confess that over the past few years, I have been gravely disappointed with the white moderate. I have almost reached the regrettable conclusion that the Negro's great stumbling block in his stride towards freedom is not the white citizen's counselor or the Ku Klux Klaner, but the white moderate who is more devoted to order than to justice, who prefers a negative peace, which is the absence of tension, to a positive peace, which is the presence of justice. There you go. Summed up in, in substantially better words than I think uh, either of us have. Uh, but, I, but I think that's important to fucking keep in mind because it's really easy. It's really easy not to, you know, engage with these things and be vocal about it. And I'm fucking guilty of that, too, because it's anxiety inducing because it's yeah. horrifying to have to deal with people walking around who believe in that shit. And it's horrifying to you're already dealing with a bunch of garbage in your own life. And you got to do something about that because it's fucking up, you know, quite a few other people, typically non-white people. Mm-hmm. And so it's very easy just to kind of let that go when it's not personally affecting you. And again, I'm fucking guilty of this, but just keep in mind that defaulting to politeness and letting this shit slide, that fucking enables it. I think without, you know, going down too much more of a, a political wormhole here, I think that's a good message to give to people is just don't in whatever way you fucking can, don't let Garbage, Nazism, chud, bullshit, slide. Call it out. Punch them in the face. <laughs> Even Don't like, fucking date them. Speaking of it, like, uh, bumming people out, uh, my, my, uh, my manager even, like, saw my reaction to it. Was like, you, you want to go back to talking about Marvel movies? Like, he, he saw how fucking, like distraught I was uh, to be in his presence after knowing uh, cause, about him. Because it's a fucking zero stakes game for those people. They don't have any of, well, I mean, some of them actually do and seem to be unaware of it, but they don't have any fucking fallout of these horrible things. And so it is easy for it to just be a personality trait. It's easy for it to just to be a fucking game. You watch like sports and yeah. Fuck, man, that's that's fucking ignorance. I don't think deep down all of those people are fucking evil, but they're certainly enabling evil, and sometimes they're fucking helping to carry it out, and it's real, it's real frustrating. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm feeling pretty, I'm feeling pretty bad going down this wormhole too. I tell you what, <laughs> you gotta you gotta tough it out. I guess that's all you could do. And uh, yeah. Don't, again, don't date these people. Let's bring this back to relationships <laughs> in some <laughs> capacity. Don't fucking date these people, for fuck's sake. I feel that. Okay, you know what? We get. You know what? You want to know something? 
What's that? We got time for one more. All right. Well, I, th- I think we got our message across there, but ultimately that is not the point of our show. And uh, so, yes, I say we circle back, back into the relationship zone. One more of these questions to, uh, you know, end this on a note that isn't existentially Christ crushing and is more, uh, more eardrum crushing, it would seem. Also, this is a, this is a friends friends brand product. Oh, yeah. Neighbor, 50s M, is making me, 28F, and my roommate, 24F, feel unsafe by screaming randomly. Lived in this apartment building for a year or so. Within the last four months, my neighbor has developed a habit of sudden, enraged shouting. The sound travels through the walls pretty well and is pretty scary to hear when you're not expecting it. It's woken us up from sleep a few times. My roommate is more bothered by it than I am. She has a history of abuse by a loud male relative, and she'll get teary-eyed sometimes after it happens. It just makes me angry. We recently figured out what's going on. Initially, we thought we might that he might have Tourette's or be mentally ill and maybe hallucinating. But it turns out that the family above him has two young girls who are too loud for his liking. And so when he feels bothered by them, he screams as loud as he can to get them to shut up. Sometimes we make out words like, It's Saturday fucking morning! And other times it's just unintelligible, and I quote, Nyaaag! He also, sometimes, we think in an attempt to get back at his upstairs neighbors, will blast opera music on his stereo at full volume. <laughs> it's the idiocy of it that gets me. He's mad about a disturbance, so he creates another disturbance, one that affects the people next to him, beneath him, and above him. We emailed our building manager, who said she would speak to his landlord about it. It subsided for a little while after that, but then it started up again. I followed up a few weeks later to say it's still happening, and the building manager hasn't responded. I feel kind of uneasy when I see him in the hallway in the parking lot. I don't feel much like there's anything I could do about the noise. Any suggestions? TLDR, next door neighbor, 50s. M is bothered by his upstairs neighbor and randomly shouts at the top of his lungs to get them to shut up. The random shouting is disruptive and upsetting. Building management hasn't been much help. Shocker. And that was posted by Euphoric Engineer. I had, uh, when I lived in, did I ever tell you about the, the dormitory apartments that I lived in? It was like, it was like a privately run dorm. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like a bunch of little one room units and then like communal bathrooms on, on each floor. Yeah, and, we need to uh, talk about this. Yeah. I had a, a guy, he was across the hall and one over, and he would uh just scream shit randomly. And I never did anything about it because uh I felt powerless <laughs> as a human being in my situation. Um but I, I don't know. I guess I just wanted to share that I had a similar experience. Um, I think you've done all you can aside from contacting uh, the police. 
Um, because user Jillybean1717 says, call the police. The building manager isn't bothered by it. She's not going to act. Make noise complaints to both her and the police until it's dealt with. You and your roommate shouldn't have to live like that. Because she's having fucking trauma triggers. Uh, your roommate is not feeling safe in her home, and that's fucked. No, yeah, can you can you fucking imagine? Like, I'm a pretty irritable person at nighttime with, like, neighbor noise like that. I can't imagine that this is literally, you know, triggering fucking flashbacks for you every time you're just trying to stay, you know, in your fucking apartment. And, yeah, that's 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 absolutely fucked and absolutely unacceptable on this dude's part. This guy's being a fucking asshole. Um, I'm pretty sure in, in most states, at least, you you have like a, and I don't, I'm not familiar with legal terminology enough, but there's some kind of guarantee to like at least a peaceful living environment that you can like take legal action on. And it's frustrating that it has to get to this point where you're putting in noise complaints, all this, you know, it would be because that, that's fucking frustrating and shitty to deal with on top of all these other things. Um, but I, I think that seems to be your fucking route. If your landlord's just being a, you know, uh, apathetic piece of shit about this. Um, you, yeah, you, you got to take matters in, in, you know, into, into a different route here. And I don't know, I would have said like, post a fucking note down there, attempt to talk to him, but also, yeah, this guy seems fucking unhinged and you guys, you know, especially as women, that would be fucking horrifying to talk to this person. I would completely understand that. So I, I think, you know, I, I think the legal route is, is really what you got to do here. Um, my little final piece of practical advice in the meantime, and uh, I'm gonna plug a product here. I don't know if we've I don't know if we've done that before, uh, but yeah, I, I I've got pretty bad insomnia. I'm driven crazy by noise, and I've got their Shure SE215 headphones, and these things are basically earplugs, but with like a speaker pipe through them. And if you put those in your ears and you play white noise, like I, I have literally slept at Bonnaroo about 10 feet from like a blasting rave and I, I could not hear shit. So I, that has been my most effective thing uh, against noise like this. Also, it sounds pretty good, but like I, I can't recommend that enough because you need some kind of stopgap while you're having to deal with this. And, you know, then you get a good night's sleep. You're not actively being fucking triggered into flashbacks by this shit, you know, at least hopefully. And then you get a clearer head to, to go about dealing with this. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Arthur, throw, throw those fucking noise complaints at this. Fuck this dude. And, uh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry you have to go through this. Fucked up. There is actually a legal concept called quiet enjoyment. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. It is a covenant that promises that the grantee, or tenant of an estate in real property will be able to possess the premises in peace without disturbance by hostile claimants. I think somebody being mad about the fact that he lives under some kids, a hostile claimant. So I think you've, you've definitely got a, uh, a claim to uh, some kind of legal action against this person. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe you maybe you do give them the opportunity. Maybe you'd be like, "Hey, so uh, you're screaming at the kids, but it's uh, it's fucking with me real bad. So like, can you don't? 
Yeah, I mean, that's the uh, that's the ideal situation. I actually just went through this except for I was the loud neighbor. Uh, I've got a <laughs> I've got a downstairs neighbor, and uh, I used to walk around my apartment with my boots on coming in, uh, like at late hours. I'd go like sit down and take them off, and uh, I don't know, never got a complaint, so I I never even thought about it. But my downstairs neighbor posted a note, and I thought it was a very good way about doing it. She was like, hey, I work weird hours. You walking with your shoes is like waking me up. I know you're moving in. I know you probably, like, you know, aren't actively trying to, like, be shitty here. Um, But this is, like, waking me up. Here's my phone number. And I don't know. It was just very, like, nice and direct about it. And I was like, oh, shit. I've dealt with this before. Neighbor noise is fucking infuriating. Uh, so I texted her and was like, Hey, sorry about that. I will like not wear shoes inside. And, uh, I don't know. It, it, it seems to have been going all right. I definitely did trot through over the weekend with my boots on, which I felt bad about, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm fucking trying up here and hopefully more people would be like that. Cause everybody's got to deal with this shit at some point. So have, have some fucking empathy for people, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Don't be, don't be dropping bowling balls on the floor. And uh, definitely don't be yelling while recording podcasts at, uh, at uh, you know, about 10 p.m. <laughs> don't do that either. <laughs> nah, I will say I've had, I've had no complaints about, about loud talking. I think it's just the floor shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not a, I'm not, uh, I'm trying. Man, okay. This was, this has been fun. I had a good time this week. And uh, I should probably mention that our intro song is the song Hanging On by the band Knower, and that you can find their music at knowermusic.bandcamp.com. Uh, right on. And uh, I'll mention that our outro music is the song of Stephanie by the band The Hey Fellows. You can find it at Instagram.com slash The Hey Fellows, or on Spotify, search them. It's three words. It's The Hey Fellows. Folks! We got a little, it got a little intense there for a second. Um, it did, but uh, I think it's important. And I, you know, uh, we have a little bit of a platform here. We can kind of talk about things that are important to us. And uh, telling chuds to fuck off is something that's pretty important to us. So we took the opportunity. Yeah, please, please do that. I, if we can end on one final thing with this. I I know it's fucking difficult, like to do that. You know, life is is fucking tough and existentially fucking oppressive and just terrifying sometimes. And like that's a lot to deal with. And on top of that, having assholes out there doing really fucking evil things in the name of politics, uh, that's just like a, a fucked up extra thing on it, and, and it's exhausting. And I don't think you can expect any individual person, you know, to be out there all the fucking time doing everything they can to make this shit stop. I, like, I, I wish more people had the capacity for that. I know that I certainly don't. And I, I like, I know that that's a big ask of people and I don't, I don't think that's necessarily something you can ask. Um, but I think doing what you can to fucking, and it comes down to shit like that question we had. Don't fucking date people who have fucked up beliefs like that. You know, if you have 
a family member who has like gone down this fucking wormhole into it, like let them know that that's not fucking cool. And I don't know how much is solved by, by fucking debates at Thanksgiving or that sort of shit, but fucking go to a protest, fucking, you know, actually vote for people who aren't doing these fucking evil things. I just, just do what you can. At the same time, I know everybody's going through shit, but don't don't just let garbage like this slide. I guess I guess that's the the main message we got for you. Straight up. Well, hey, it's been fun. Thanks for hanging in there with us, and uh, we'll see you again next week with another episode of Radio Free Tote Bag. I love you. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. Next week we'll be talking about uh, existentialism. <laughs> yeah. And, Do you want uh, it? <laughs> Do you want to do abortion. like philosophy segments? I kind of no. want to like talk about Zizek. I don't know. We'll we'll workshop it.